keep talking. I can't hear myself. There we go. There we go. That's better. I can't hear myself. So just give me like a test, test, test. Test, test, test. At your regular volume. Balls, balls, balls. Okay. Balls, balls works actually because you get a nice. Balls. Give me me something. Balls. I'm not giving you shit. Just say balls, balls, balls. Balls, balls, balls. I like that. That's going to be our new thing. Who's got the biggest balls of them all? I think ACDC does. Welcome back to another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. Today we are going to do a blind between three different bourbons. We are also joined by Instagram famous Michael Baltic. So sit back, kick up your feet, enjoy a pour, and join us on the hunt. Hey, just just an FYI for the future, we need like a, a round table, like a true podcast Listen, table. In two years, when Brylan is uh, out, that's going to become my bourbon room oh, instead of his little the world game be over room. by then. But we could do it. I mean, we could always do it around the table right there and just sit around. The the wire should be long enough. The bourbon will still be out there to hunt. It will yeah. be, and It'll maybe even better. So. All right, so welcome to the next episode of The Bourbon Hunters. We have uh, Tyler actually back in, in the studio again, and we are joined by a special guest. I'll let him introduce himself. Uh, Michael Baltic. So I met these guys weightlifting and doing CrossFit. and More importantly, drinking. More importantly, drinking. I like to drink. <laughs> they like to drink. I like bourbon. So what like do you, uh, Michael, what do you do for a living? I'm a software developer. been doing it for 15 years as a consultant. Uh, in the downtown area of Columbus and been all over this city and state in every industry possible. So I have a broad yet shallow knowledge and understanding of many different businesses. But (laughs) one of the cool things about you is uh, obviously your husband, Uh, but both of your link to the service industry and the different restaurants that you guys have worked at and gone to and the booze that they've had there. Yes. We've gone on many tours of food, booze, and every mixture in between. Cool. So uh, let's, before we get too into this, we are going to do a blind today. Uh, So we have three different bourbons we're going to uh, go through, and then we're going to finish off with a Bell Mead uh, cognac cask finished bourbon. Um, that I got from Bourbon Enthusiasts. So we'll finish with that one. So we know what that one is. The uh, the first three we're going to try, we do not know. Uh, they were actually randomized, not by me. Um, so by your better half? Yeah, by my better half, much better half. So um, before we get started, Michael, what uh, what got you into bourbon and what would you say is your regular drink? In the, it doesn't have to be bourbon, but you know, no. both of those things. Um, as I've uh, aged... Things have changed, so... Uh, You've aged well, though. Okay, well, yeah, just like some bur- some good bourbons. Um, when it comes to bourbon, I like uh, leathery... Um, He's into leather. Yeah. He's definitely into leather. The the one thing, as long as it's not smoky, I'm just not a... a the smoked uh, flavor profile does not suit me in any format, so... Um, Alcohol, food, or scents in general. Um, 
And when it comes to drinking, I usually go with just neat. Uh, I don't really like to mix things. Uh, I like to keep uh, drinks very unsweetened. So a lot of places you go, it's all about the sweetness because that's you know the, how they sell it to people. Um, and also, uh, coming from a family of uh, over uh, imbibers, um, I wanted to <laughs> force myself to drink things that were expensive so that I would not uh, overconsume. Um, which led me down the path of trying nice tequilas, nice like uh, bourbons. You're a big tequila guy too, aren't you? Oh, I love. I, I like. I like silver tequila and reposados. Those are, or you know, the blanco or the yeah, reposado, whatever you want to, however you say all that. But yeah, what I do, do. I'm more of a tequila dabbler. I do that when I'm drinking. Drinking. I like, definitely am a tequila uh, connoisseur. So Ooh, reposado nice. tequila is my kind of go-to. That's what I keep stocked mostly. Um, when it comes to bourbons, my go-tos. Uh, if I just need to like unwind, it's going to be Maker's Forty Six is in the cabinet at all times. Um, Mom got me uh, hooked on Maker's Cash Strength also, which I like the first that. time I just. I didn't even realize what she handed me and I just kind of like knocked it back <laughs> and I literally took like a half step because I was like, wow, that just it's strong. Um, yeah, that's good stuff. Um, but now I cut it with a, li- a little bit of water. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of people tend to do that with the cask string stuff. They get it. I mean, it's not a super expensive, you know, generally. I mean, sometimes they're more expensive, but then it lasts longer because they can cut it down with a little bit of water, yeah. even if it's just a few drops. But uh that seem, seems to be kind of a trend right now. Everyone's going with cask strength, it, it seems like, releases and different things. Um, okay, so, I mean, we've kind of introduced Michael here, and everyone should know Tyler by now, uh, even though he's the absentee host. But uh, let's go ahead and uh, start with number one here. So, again, no one knows what this one is. Cheers. Cheers, yeah. How are we cheers? All right. I like that. We haven't done that yet, but it's a, Cheers. Yeah. Otherwise, fair. it doesn't work. <laughs> You're not even going to smell it I know, first. I went right into it. I didn't even smell it. I was actually kind of excited about what it may be. Pretty nice nose to it. Oh, yeah. I do like this. So, I should have probably sanitized my hands because the Bath and Body Works uh, lotion or soap <laughs> in the... Uh, you thank my wife for that. Bathroom is kind of overpowering my nose right now. Yeah. I like that. Now, unfortunately for you guys, I at least know what the three are. I just don't know what order they're in. Mm. So, well, don't tell me. I'm not. Don't tell I'm me. not. I'm just saying it. So, so for me, it's messing with me because I'm thinking I might know what this is. I think on the front side of it, great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let you give your guys' thoughts first before I say anything because I don't. Because I feel like I may know what it is. I don't want to give it away. So I'm going to let you guys, if you have any notes, if you get anything on the nose or or just on the taste, go ahead and, and let us is know. Is it something uh, fairly common? Did she choose some fairly common ones? Or for any of these three, are we going to really have to dig in? I don't know. I don't know. You're going to have to find out. I'm getting that like bright wood, barely kind of on the front, and it's super yep. savory in the back. Mm-hmm. Which I prefer, so like the the savoriness in the back of it, it was like very full. Yeah, um, yeah that's a good description. I, don't, I like that. Would you say it's not a very long finish? Uh, it yeah. doesn't feel like it's very long into my throat. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You're such a douche. <laughs> but 
Oh, uh, I'll just, you know, when you lob softballs, I'm usually like, eh, I'm just going to let That's that one pass. Easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think uh, it, it wasn't too big of a finish. I agree. I think it was probably more of a, a medium finish and it was just, um, it wasn't much of a burn. It was just a, a little bit of a, Mm-mm. you just kind of felt it go down the throat and it wasn't too much of a burn. It was um, just a nice finish, I think. Yeah. So savory is a good word. I like. It'd that. be interesting to tongue. know the alcohol percentage in this because it doesn't seem that high, but it could just be pretty, pretty well balanced. I like this. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good one. Hmm. That's an everyday sipper again. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah think it this, definitely is. Yeah, hmm. I'm, I'm actually intrigued. You're, as now to you're going to tell me be. it's a you know 180 dollar bottle. I will tell you that none of the bottles in this blind are over 75 dollars. Okay. So, all right. So what would you guys, you know, if you had to rate one to 10, just kind of a, just off the top of your head, knowing that you have two more to go and you might want to have some wiggle room, where, where would you put this? I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah. I, I think so, I could drink this all the time. Yeah. I would have no problem drinking this. Uh, 8.6. Are we doing points? <laughs> he does. Okay. Just, that's yeah, that's so. why we switched to the, the uh, pass shelf and cause he was yeah. giving me all these decimals and. And it is Pi Day, so you the, could you could go to like ten digits if you want to. Point, can you? How many digits can you go to? I mean, one Pi three point one four one five nine three point one four one five nine two six seven five. That's all the further I can go. <laughs> we you got me that. there. I don't even we know. Had pie to do that. And There's I a even, song. I don't even know if that's exactly right, but it's it's right in that range. There, I might have missed a number in there, but there's a song. We had to do it back in I don't know. It was like sixth or seventh grade. I don't know. So I'm going to say impeccable memory. Yeah, impeccable. Uh, I'm going to say a seven, just knowing that we have a couple more to go, and I don't. I wanna, usually jump. I, the sh- I usually jump the shark. So yeah, I don't want to put myself in a corner. I'm yeah. gonna. I'm gonna go with eight. So all right. So I we really like point six and um, eight. And I did. A seven. All right. So where would you guys on the nose? What did mm. you? Did you want to rate them separately at all? Like nose, taste, finish, no. or just give no, it a seven? No, I, I, okay. I will say that it's uh, it's not very complex. Um, so would, that might bring it down for me thinking about it a little bit more. Yeah. That was the reason I went seven. I didn't yeah. think it was super. Can I change mine? Can I go? Can no, I go? Oh, no. damn it. Yes, you can change it. Do whatever. Oh, you haven't, you haven't tried anything else yet. So. Sure. Sure. Uh, 7.8. 7. All right. So 7. let's drink some water 7. here. 8. It's kind of, uh, rinse it out a little bit. That's, uh, and I'm, I am going to say, I mean, this is a little full, full service down here, right? You got your waters ready. You had your Glencairns ready. I think we're uh, we're doing good, except for having a, a uh, an Michael over gave me my fir- uh, very first one, hands. Karen. Oh yeah, yep. what kind? Uh, I don't know. They I bought them in bulk from uh, Middle West. Mm. Shout out. Do Middle they have West. their Do they have their logos on them? Uh, I don't think no, so. No, these were because he asked me. I, I was over one night and, and he asked me. He's like, "You ha- you have any of these?" I was like, "No." He's like. So speaking of Middle West, and I know Tyler doesn't actually listen to the podcast. We just published the Middle West episode. Uh, oh, what'd you taste? So we did the straight weeded bourbon. Okay. And we did it down at the Arnold. I don't know if you saw us recording yep. while you were down there. I was there, in but, there for that one. Um, that one we had Mo Dingo and Sam Shaw. Sam Shaw knows the owners there. And um, he is going to set us up for hopefully a tour sure. and interview at some point. I wonder if uh, they'd be up for a giveaway, whether it's a tour giveaway or... Did we figure out if we can give away booze? We can kind of do some stuff it looks like you just have to or whether it's merchandise yeah Yeah. we're going to do something i I gotta talk to you after after this anyway because there's some stuff happening living around downtown short north area i've i've been 
associated with them for a long time. So I've done some classes there where Ooh. right out of the still kind of took a swig and he was like, uh, stop. That was 190 proof. And I was like, okay, I'm drunk. Uh, they have classes or is uh, it this was like- 10 years ago. Wow. Uh, before they expanded on mass, um, partnered with OSU, yeah. uh, partnered with OSU. We have a couple first batch bottles, uh, through the years. Really? Um, so and he, and he came here still unopened. Still unopened. Sure I actually there. thought about that before I came over, and I was like, "Do I want to take one of these?" Right now? Yeah, <laughs> no, not for the inaugural yeah. one. Maybe yeah. for this. Maybe yeah. for my, visit. Yeah. And I was going to say he has an actual really nice voice for this oh, type of thing. He absolutely. Does. I've talked to him, and you know, normally it's sexual innuendos and things like that between us. So, so I don't normally get to the actual voice part. But hearing him on here, and it's kind of isolated in my ears. Sh- I don't know that it lasts more than thirty seconds. If we had, if we had him and Kendall on in the same time, oh, it'd be a Would sex podcast. Okay, yeah. I mean, let's do it. We've got four headphones now. I'm about to add two more. So, I mean, we're at a point where we could almost do six people at the same time. That's that's I've an orgy. heard that more than once. <laughs> I was going to say, there's I've definitely heard that more than once. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, what are we thinking? We want to move on to number sure. two. Actually, we went back to one after I had water, so I'm going to go to the water real quick. You went back to number one. I'm not saving any. Michael did, and well, if probably smart. once I reveal what they are, we can always pour. then we can pour more. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So here's number my two. Hands. I just rinsed my hands off a little bit. Let's hope less smell. Definitely a stronger nose. Yeah, more it is stronger, one. but it's very similar to the first one. In my opinion. So it's a little bit more oily in the mouth as well. So that's interesting. Oh, yeah. A little viscosity kind of. Um, I do agree with that. That's this. That's a little bit more complex. I like that. It is. It is. Um, it's good. I like it a lot. It's very similar to the first one, in my opinion, flavor profile wise. Ooh, I don't know. I think Ooh, it's no. no. I think mm-hmm. it's, I, I definitely think it's going to be. Uh, I like this. Like the first one was a, a little more bright. This is a l- muted as it comes in the mouth, but then lingers longer. So yeah. you're getting a lot definitely more a longer finish. Yeah, yeah, the finish flavors as it hits the different parts of your tongue. Yeah, um, it it it's more complex, like you said. I agree, and that's I think that's uh, that's accurate. It is now that I've had a second drink, it's it's growing on me. I, I like this one better than the last one for sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, mm. I think the complexity helps it. I think. Like you said, as it's hitting different parts of my tongue, I'm I'm getting different things. I like this a lot. I, I feel like I'm getting a little bit of caramel, maybe. Maybe some vanilla, too. I'm not sure. Um, but I do <laughs> taste some wood. Yes. Hmm. All right, so how would we um, rate this one, do you think? Damn, that's good. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to give this one, knowing that I would have a point to give if the next one's better, I'm going to give this one a nine. Know that it's better. Huh. Nine's pretty high. Nine, but I still have room to give a 10 if I need to. This isn't in any reference to any other bourbons. This is just out of what we're tasting right now for me. But this, I, I like this one. All right. Yeah, if I had to just standing on its own, yeah. It's a solid nine. This is good. I like it. What do you give? 
8.4. Hmm. Up from my 7.8. So you 7.8, 8.4. All right. Yeah. It's so arbitrary. It is. All right. That's so, what's great about so it. So Michael's got an 8 for the first one, a 9 for the second one. I've got a 7 and a 9. And then Tyler has a bunch of chicken scratch on his 7.8 and an 8.4. All right. So let's... Uh, Definitely some great wood and leather taste there. I really, really like that. So... So let's take a quick break here. We're going to talk about our sponsor, and we'll be right back. We have come to a nice point in the episode to take a quick break and mention our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Unicorn Nation Apparel, magical apparel for magical people. Check them out at www.unicornnationapparel.com. They make a lot of custom shirts for small groups, parties, teams, or whoever needs shirts. They can do screen printing and vinyl pressing for athletic wear or outerwear. Check them out today. All right, welcome back. So, Michael, let's talk about. Uh, so, your husband is a what? A bartender at Martinis in Columbus? Uh, no, he is server. At server, okay. The Martini downtown and Hilton downtown. So, I'm assuming since you're married to a server who works at a nicer restaurant, if you haven't uh, really, if you don't know much about Columbus area, Martinis uh, Cameron Mitchell restaurant. Um, and that's kind of a big thing in Columbus. They he's got a lot of different restaurants around town. Um, but in you my, can, Michael could probably go into history a little bit about those. Yeah, I mean, I worked at I worked for Cameron Mitchell's uh, late nineties um, at the fish market uh, at Crosswoods. Um, at that time, there was a fish market. Is fish market still around? It's still around, but is it, it still was Cameron Mitchell? No, sold. they sold to uh, Ruth's Chris. Okay. And then they sold to Ruth Chris sold it for a massive loss to someone else. Um, oh, wow. Really? So we stopped going once they sold to Ruth Chris because yeah. the quality controls weren't there. Yeah. That's the one thing I'll, I'll say in my opinion about Cameron Mitchell restaurants is everyone that I've been to, I've, I've really enjoyed. I feel like consistency is outstanding. They're always solid. So, not well, always. I wanted to punch my cousin in the face when he said this. He's so pretentious. But I was like, you know, Cameron Mitchell, you'll never have a bad meal there. Like, you won't. And he goes, Ugh. no, it's not that you won't ever have a bad meal. It's that you won't ever have a bad experience. And I was just like, well, I mean, both can be true. Tomato, avocado? What yeah. The, what but the hell? What the hell I, I was mean? just like, no, like, I, I don't think that I've ever had a bad meal at a Cameron yeah. Mitchell restaurant. There was a saying that was always on the walls there that great service can save bad food but great food can't save bad service. Yeah, that's so true. That's that kind of their mantra. True. Sure. The yeah. experience is always good, but their food is always, you know, better than 90% of everything sure. else. And some of their dishes are the top of the tops, but what I'm consistent. surprised about is I don't, I don't ever see them on any James Beard type lists or anything like that. And that just, that's not their way. That's not their goal. I know. Um, I know it's not their goal, but just from all the times I've been to them, I feel like they're, they could definitely be on one of those lists. I, most of the James Beard stuff is around innovation uh, and 
Cameron Mitchell is very much about finding what works and yeah. that's why they're successful. But look look at Cap City for example. Like that's a I feel like that's taking the whole diner idea and it's innovative in the sense that it's taking diner food and modernizing it almost to a to a degree. And then, you know, Martinis is an Italian restaurant. It's taking Martinis Italian food. Martinis is unique. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like I feel like there's really innovation the there. Um, I don't remember much about Molly Woo's. I don't even know if that's still in the Cameron Mitchell, you know, uh, I do like portfolio, but, uh, but I feel like, no, I know they had Mitchell Steakhouse, which is no longer theirs, right? Yeah, they, they sold, sold Mitchell's and, uh, but Cameron's is always good. Cameron's is amazing. I, like that's, I feel like they have innovation. The, they may not be doing like any gastro type stuff, but, but I feel like they're innovative with their dishes and their, their food's just always good quality. Yeah. So I, it just surprises me. I've been to so so my boss right now is a James Beard whore. He <laughs> he loves like every time we go anywhere, it's James Beard this, James Beard that. We're always going to James Beard nominated or or finalist restaurants, and um, I, I swear that the the meals are great every time. Don't get me wrong, but I swear like I go to I go to you know Cameron Mitchell restaurants and I get just as good of a meal. Well, what I like about Cameron Mitchell is that they're not skimping on portion sizes. Like, it's appropriate. It's not over the top, but it's yeah. appropriate. Like, you're going to leave full, but also but you're good not food. Leave yeah. Needing to wear your eating pants. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, it's tasty. The best burger in town, in my opinion, is the Pearl. Like, that is. <sighs> so, we're going to the Pearl tomorrow for lunch. We, we're going to the new one at Dublin just to uh, give it a whirl. Yeah. Bougie. And then I'm going to check out uh, No Soliciting. While I'm there, mm. there's a no soliciting elevator right outside of uh, the yeah. Pearl. Yeah. I've been invited to join. I haven't decided well, if I'm going to yet or not. We'll see. That might be the Arnold. Sounds money. like you could save yourself $1,000 and I just. Know. That's the thing. Go it's right here. $1,000 a year. <laughs> I know. Well, you haven't even you, you, you realize haven't You realize Bourbon Enthusiast is like the same thing except for like $6 a month. <laughs> right. So. All right, so let's take a look at our uh, third one here in the blind. Um, so we have now tried one and two. Um, it looks like everyone agrees number two is kind of in the lead right now, <coughs> uh, leader in the clubhouse, if you will. It's a little bit of water here. By the way, uh, Jillian and I, when we go to Tampa, have made reservations at Burns Steakhouse. Now, do they give you antibiotics for the burn, or is it just a... <laughs> and um, Burns is supposed to be traditionally one of the top three steakhouses in the country. Really? Is it a chain? Uh, no. Um, it has the largest private collection of wine in the world, I believe. I think it's five anywhere from 500 to 600,000 bottles of wine. Do they have wine goddesses? I don't know what that is, but I would hope. Like at, uh, at the Aria in uh, Vegas. What is to that? Is that like fly a- up and down the wine oh. cellar? like to go know. grab it for you almost yeah. like the like the uh what are the vending machines that go up and yeah. grab your drink and bring it down huh that's oh. good. i haven't seen that in yet the, I'll have to try uh, that what hotel is that in is in the bellagio right no you said aria, in the aria not that's the name of the restaurant i think it's mm. either in the um mandalay maybe it's in mandalay mandalay, mandalay. that's where i stayed last time but yeah, there's like this uh four-story column in the middle where all of the wine is and you order it and this girl is attached to a harness and she goes up grabs oh, it so it's an actual person and she comes back down oh that's cool that is pretty sweet yeah so uh, in mandalay bay the restaurant i've always gone to there i can't remember the name of it now but it's uh it's in a brazilian steakhouse yeah uh, it's pretty good like i i like myself some brazilian steakhouse yeah you just get some nice meat in my mouth i mean that's that's really good 
Um, <laughs> we're we, have a, we're we, have, we have a gift them. card to Texas Day Brazil but that we have yet to use. Oh, I like Texas Day Brazil. That's a good one. Too. I haven't been there in a couple of years. I've never. I went to one for a bachelor party in Cleveland. I don't think it was Rodizio, but I don't think I've been to Rodizio unless that was. If you have high blood pressure, it is all salt. So where yeah. at uh, Texas? Yeah. I do not, but I'm. I do like to uh, partake in the Brazilian steakhouse. It's delicious. All right, so third one here. What are you getting on the nose? Floral. Yeah. It's a... This is the best nose out of all of them. I I will say that the first two didn't really have anything strong strong off the nose. There wasn't much going on, but so I'm not enjoying it because I'm getting like a... An acetone. You're getting a uh, Bath and Body Works. Uh, no, I, I rinsed my <laughs> I rinsed my hands, so I'm not smelling that anymore. But I'm getting like a heavy acetone. I, smell. I'm getting that too, but I'm getting some. What, floral. Do you, what do you mean by acetone? I don't know what that means. Like nail polish like remover, a, oh. like an alcohol, like a rubbing alcohol type of sure, um, yeah. smell. The second one had a little bit of that more so than the first did, but now this one said a that. Bit. I wasn't getting that until you said it. Now I am, but I also am getting floral, which generally means. Um, young or youth when it comes to bourbon not always but it, it can um interesting and then right on the ooh ooh the mouthfeel of it again a, a little oily yeah. um a little more heavy oil than the last one uh and then this much is, more woody this is interesting because yeah i i think yes. once it's in my mouth i feel like it's older but when i smell it i feel like it's younger so that's interesting um, because the viscosity, I, f- I feel like it's oily in the mouth, but I do get a wood, a, a sense of the wood, like maybe a leathery kind of, uh, um, mm-hmm. oaky type of, of, uh, taste, but it is kind of complex. Mm-hmm. I, I'm getting a good flavor out of this. I like this. What do you think down there, Michael? It's a lot uh, more... There's a lot more going on in my mouth that I'm really not a fan of. Uh, there's a lot of tingling yep. um, all around. And uh, like I'm not getting the complex flavors like I was on the last one. Um, I do... I think, it, although it's not as complex, I definitely think it's stronger in flavor. It has, yes. It definitely has a stronger flavor. Uh, it's stronger, but it's almost overwhelming. Yeah. Like not in a good way. It's good. I like it. I, would, I wonder but after the other two. I feel like this. I is, wonder if this is an older one. I being think that it, the oak and the yeah and the leather kind of. I I feel like it's older than number one, and it may be older than number two. But I feel like, like you said, I feel like the flavor is in my in my face. Like I, yeah. I it's almost too much, too yeah, strong. And there's literally nothing at the end. So yes, it's very yeah. Very, the, the finish was short. I agree. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm going to mm-hmm. give this an eight just because I'm going to put it in. I think I like it better than one. Sure. But I don't like it as well as number I, two. I do, I do, like, I do like it at uh, an 8.1. 8. <clears throat> 8. 8. <laughs> I, I would have to say this is probably my least favorite just from the smell. But now I kind of want, now that I've rinsed my hands and the, the perfume has gone away, I want to go back and Taste I mean, I'm going to say that I like this the least just based off that now. And now okay. I'm going to go back and. So we could have just gone to five, I guess. And, and Since then, I saved yeah. a little bit of the first one, I well, can go back now and be like... We didn't throw see, a whole bunch of shit on our hands right before we came down here. I was trying to protect you all from the virus. No, I get you. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. 
And see, there's. Do we a, have some Corona beers. Oh my god! So just a little, little. Hmm. Uh, are you guys staying for the for the yeah. Corona party? Yeah. So we are in the midst. Of I sent a, you a food order. So yeah, no. I what know. do you think? I, I was just going to get it to go eat and the leave? fucking food and leave. I don't <laughs> oh, know. I don't know. Jesus. I mean, listen, you're. You know, I am a wild card. Exactly. I don't know that that means you're sticking around. Yeah. Normally, I think any ninety percent of the people that would do that would stick around. You are in that maybe under ninety percent that I don't know which way you're going to go. Going back the, uh, so I don't really have a strong smell on it as well, but the flavor is just really mellow. muted, yep, and mellow on that. So, in hindsight, I would be like, that's the you know kind of the most basic one of all of them. I'd be like, eh. But mm-hmm. I think it's something you could drink daily. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't think any of these I could drink daily, I feel like. Oh, yeah. So even even as we don't maybe like the third one, I know that's your least favorite. It's my second favorite, your second favorite. Mm-hmm. All three of these I really liked. I mean, that's just me. I, I really liked all three. I could drink any one of them, no problem. The richness of it, though, I don't think I would drink much of it daily. Sure, so, sure. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a one glass and you're like, okay, let me go to, let me go to number one. Well, <laughs> yeah. So to be fair, I'll probably have a bourbon almost every night. Right. And I generally, so I've talked about this in the past, but for me, bourbon is a way to slow down at the end of the night. Like, as you know, like I own a t-shirt company, I own a gym and I work a nine to five job. So like at the end of the day, I just want to chill out. Right. I just want to relax. My wife wants to, I get home, she wants to go shopping. I'm like, can we just, can we just take a breath? (laughs) You know? So, so. For me, bourbon is that. It's yeah. the slowdown at the end of the night. And I, so I could drink any one of these because I'll have a drink. Uh, last night I had two. <laughs> Not going to lie. It was Friday though. Um, but I think, I, I think I've got mine and I'm, I'm sticking with my ratings, I think. Um, I would stick with my ratings, but you know, sure. now that I'm, I'm pretty interested to see in what comparison. we've got here. So um, I'm going to, Real quick, talk amongst yourselves real quick. If this becomes nothing, I'll cut it out, but keep talking. I'm going to get what these actually are. So I'll be right back. Are you envious of the size of his collection? Yeah, I'm just not as rich. Well, looky, looky. Oh yeah, the Cleveland stuff. That's that's drain cleaner. <laughs> hey, wasn't wasn't that what was found out uh, in our in our <laughs> taste? <laughs> it was like very. It was like the bottom. So we did a thirteen days. Which one? Oh, which which one is the one that? Oh, uh, what what is? It? I know the Western Reserve. What's the other Cleveland Underground? Cleveland Underground? Cleveland Underground. I have two or three bottles of different stuff from Cleveland Underground. And I... So what, did we? Did I tell you about the 13, 13 days of bourbon that we did in, in January with the gym? Mm-mm. So dude bought all these bottles. We each paid 10 bucks, And $5 of it went to buying those bottles. And then we each bought a bottle. And... So what happened was is he he gave us the box of bottles, 13, and then we poured into that our bottle, sent it back to him, told him what it was, and then he divided them up and then gave them to all of us. And every single night we had a different bourbon. Well, that Cleveland one, and we didn't know what it was. It was just taste testing. Same thing we're doing here. 
the Cleveland one was like by far the worst. The there was the more barrel. than one Cleveland one. There was like three Cleveland ones, and they were all terrible. Yeah. No, I mean, not to be a dick. It's just that Lake Erie water, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had Cleveland Underground was one. We had Tom Fullery, which is another Cleveland one. And I think there was a third one. I can't remember what it was. And we didn't like any of them. Yeah. What was the winner? Uh, the winner was actually just a regular old Forester uh, 86, I think. The okay. regular, Or no, it was the 100, I think. Yeah, it was a special old the Forester, but not like, It's yeah. not special. It's just a regular 100. It's not bonded. It's just... Sure. Old Forester 100. But also, um, Weller Reserve was up there, special, yeah, special and reserve. Yeah, so that one, top five were like, the two Old Foresters made one and two, I think, or one and three. There was a um, Woodford Reserve was in there. Um, the Double Oak? No, I think it was just regular Woodford. Um, Buffalo Trace was up there in the top five. We got we to gotta dip back into the bottle to bottom. That was good. Yeah, it was. 14... It was good. So, are you guys ready to hear what we have? Ooh, yeah. you've been smoking through that. Yeah, it's good. It is. I had it upstairs, so I kept revisiting it. Uh, I'm like, oh, shit, I got to go downstairs. So, all right, number one. Ancient, ancient age. Mm, okay. Is that the name of it? Yep, so I'll bring over the bottle here real quick. I'll make sure I don't. The triple A. Triple A girls. Yeah, so this is ancient, ancient, ancient. This is not ancient age. This is ancient, ancient age 10. So 10 star. Um, this is, from what I understand, this is the exact same mash bill as, um, the next one. So the label on this, just going from some like, uh, design Woo! things. Number two. Um, okay. Which did not surprise me. Um, I was happy that I actually picked. So number two is Blanton's, um, single barrel. And, uh, I was actually surprised. I was worried knowing ahead of time that Blanton's was in the blind that I wasn't going to pick that as my favorite because that oh. is my favorite currently. Sure. And number three, so we did all Buffalo Trace. I knew that was the third one. I fucking knew it. Eagle Rare. I literally Eagle was Rare. in my mind. I was like, I wonder if this is an Eagle Rare because it's older. Yeah, 10 mm. years, Eagle Rare. So it's an Eagle Rare and Eagle Rare is a 10-year. We all thought it was a little bit older. Um, but yeah, <sighs> age 10 years. So these are six years, and I think these are anywhere from like two to four. You know, you, so Blanton's six years, ancient, ancient age, I believe is two to four. How, how crazy is it that we've, I mean, that's that's your bottle, Blanton's. We have my I've killed barrel. Yeah, we have my barrel or my, my store pick that doesn't taste like a Blanton's at all. Yeah. And then we have my one that is like an incredible vanilla note. That like I, that doesn't taste like the one I have. I felt like it did have vanilla, but I think because we had it after the other, it wasn't as prominent. How that's also not been open very long. That's brand, all three of those were open tonight, so so that's, they're not that, neck pores yeah. or they're neck pores. They're not. Uh, they haven't sat. They haven't oxidized yeah. at all. So yeah. they are still that's, brand new. So that is another thing to consider. But that being said, I mean they were all. It's all equal because they were all neck pores. Um, so. Uh, I like that. I like this game. I like. Yeah, I, do I too. Uh, would rate them as well on the uh, bottle um, and branding on of them as well. I would yeah. kind of put them the same. Um, the Eagle Rare. Wow, that's. that's Have you had of, all three of these before? Uh, I don't think I've, I've not had the Ancient Ancient Age. The I reason say, I did that is because a lot of people say that when you can't find Blanton's, that's a great substitute. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, to but be it honest, wasn't. it was good. It was a little muted. What's sure. the uh, price point on that? Ancient, ancient age, I believe, was 25 maybe. Really? 
the Blanton's is 55, like 60 after tax, I think. Yeah. And then the Eagle Rare is like 29, right? I always like finding those bottles that are like, you can stock for, sure. you know, yeah. stuff that you would just pour freely and not worry about. To me, every one of these, Blanton's to me is on the verge of, of a hunt. I feel like it's a hunt just because it's not super expensive for how good I think it is. Right. In Ohio. Eagle Rare is almost, it's a hunt too because it's cheap. And it's really good. And it's not readily available. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Ancient Ancient Age is not readily available. I know a place that it's always there. So I can get that at any time. But nowhere else has... Everyone has Ancient Age. But no one has the Ancient Ancient Age 10. So AAA. Um, so I went and got that specifically for a blind for this. That's why okay. I did that. Um, so I knew what the three were going to be. So I was a little at an advantage there, but I didn't know which ones were which. So, yeah. so I, I was happy to see that my, if I was, I was going to be mad if I picked ancient, ancient age over uh blends. So, so if it hadn't been the, uh, so <laughs> just talk, I have not. Yeah. You can feed her and then watch her. If she goes to the door, take her out. What a responsible kid. I'm sure Trina asked, not him. No. <laughs> he, he didn't come down. I was, on like, his own. I was like, she probably Jesus. yelled down. Has has Bella been fed? We have a new puppy. It's 13 weeks old, and uh, Brian's like, oh. And then he came down here and asked. That's that's what happened. It's you, you're not giving gender out to Bella. I don't want to play the gender game with my dog. It hasn't figured it out yet. Which bottle sitting out is deceptively uh, good, and which bottle is deceptively bad? Of these? Yeah. So if I was like a, a total douchebag and came in being like, blah, 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 look at the this bottle. This one looks super expensive, and it's gross, versus... You like that? You know, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to pick this one because it's plain, and I don't really know much about bourbon, and it's like the best one. So I, for those of you listening at home, I, we're looking at probably what twenty five bottles here. Yeah, uh, there's some repeats. Like I've got Weller's. I've got. Uh, I mean, I've got a ton of stuff. I, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't had the old Overholt yet. Uh, Rye, one hundred proof Bonded. bottle of Bond. Yeah, um, and I haven't opened my Basil Hayden yet. Um, Which one is that? This one back here. Which. Uh, is it the rye or is no? It's it just the, regular. Okay. I do have the. I may have given the rye away, but I thought I had the rye. Maybe I don't. I had the dark rye for a minute. Maybe it's up here. Um, but I. To be honest, I don't think any of them are bad that I have out here. Well, that is for seven. When did you? Oh, get that? I love that. I've had that. that's one of my originals. I got that. Didn't realize it was more allocated around yeah. here. And I got it just on happenstance one day. I was Where? at Kroger and what? they just had it. They had all the. But they, I've never seen it since. <laughs> and so that's why my bottle is only a third empty. Now this noble oak, I was actually a little disappointed with this. Yeah, this is finished with sherry oak stays. Is that not the same one that does the uh, the peanut butter one? No, the I have that too. That's actually really so, good. Okay, so that stuff is, is delicious. Really yes, and and you can make some really cool drinks with it. Yeah, and I love peanut butter, but. Um, I was just like, man, fireball will lead to a bad night, and uh, screwball will too. Because when you have, <laughs> when you have twelve of them, oh <laughs> shit, twelve of anything, you're gonna have a, a either I mean, an it's amazing only 35, night or a bad night. It's only thirty five proof. Barrel so, is that the that one was a little disappointing to me. It was good, but the more I've had it, the the less I've liked it. Sure, disappointing to me. That's another interesting question. So which one started out as your superstar and has ended up being like, eh? 
so here's so this is what you have to know about me is there's not very many bourbons I don't like. Same. I, I've actually I've I've never been a rye fan, but when I was in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, I had Woodford Rye, and I really liked it. And I'm like, oh shit, maybe I need to revisit rye because so that's why I got the Overholt. Um, I'm going to try that at some point. Ooh, probably going to do that with Aaron because he has a funny, not a funny, but a really interesting story about old Overholt. So, so the 1792 foolproof. I think I have that at home, right? Yeah, that was a little disappointing. That was very disappointing. Especially considering right now that's supposed to be like the the best of the year in yeah. 2019. Uh one of the one of the guys claimed that was the best of the year and and we both had it and we weren't that If impressed. we did a taste test of like the 1792s, the bottled and bond it's money. I will say from a cost perspective and an availability perspective, Woodford Reserve Double Oaked I can just Always. drink all the time. It's always. so good and it's consistent. Um, Blanton's is consistent, but it's not always available. I was pleasantly surprised by the old elk. And that's a straight that, wheat. That, and that's a whiskey. That's not even a yeah. bourbon. That's a straight wheat whiskey. And that was really good. Um, do you want to dip into this uh, Bellmead yeah. Select Cask finished yeah. in cognac? Did you try opening that? Oof. No, it just it was shipped to me. Um, did amazing. you get us a fourth glass or we're just washing um, out? Rinse out, the, rinse out one of them. That's fine. That sounds amazing. We'll see. I've had cognac one time in my life. And now I'm going to have a bourbon that was finished in cognac casks. And cognac. Just, cognac. Cognac. Whatever. Um, Do we I just have destroyed any? destroyed the label. So uh, that's outstanding. What, what, what uh, rating is this podcast? Do we have any strippers for our cognac drinking? <laughs> um, we. I mean, I could strip, but. Well. My Instagram followers know. No, I did have that week in college. Um, yeah. I'm going to go a little heavier on this board just because right. it's wow. not coming out of the two-ounce bottle. Wow. So help yourself to however much you want. Um, I'm going to let it sit for a second. We're just doing... So what I was trying to get at earlier, course. and we just never... I, I don't think we got too far into it, but you know, we, we got a little bit into the Cameron Mitchell restaurant thing, um, which I think we all agree that we like Cameron Mitchell restaurants. But bourbon-wise, what's your favorite bourbon you've ever had? Um just from, I assume you've had some different things and tried some different stuff because you've gone to restaurants and like, oh, hey, try this. Hey, try this. I, th- I think the better uh, thing to say is I've had a lot of bad stuff. Uh, well, that's which, fine if you want to go that direction. That's yeah, fine too. People oftentimes are like, I, I'm always wanting to try different things. So they're, I'm like, I've never seen that bottle. Let, let's try it. And yeah. they're like, well. <laughs> and the instant that it's uh, floral, like if it's heavy floral or if it's smoky, I'm like, I'm out. I'm like this, I, well, I need me, something else. And it's not always true, but to me, floral is an indicator that it's young. Yes. Because it just hasn't had a chance to absorb that wood flavor and or soak in that wood flavor. It's not always true, but I feel like that's it. And that's what happened with all those, uh, those Cleveland ones we had. They all had a very floral and a very um, alcohol flavor. So being- and that's what I didn't yeah, like. Yeah, being around- uh, Middle West for a long time, and, and in addition to Watershed as well. Um, the early ones, very bitey. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, they'd only been resting for right. a year yeah. or eighteen months. Mm-hmm. Um, now they they taste so much different. So well, and that's I think that's the thing is is you have an advantage. A lot of these places in Ohio are newer. And all these places that we're drinking from, like Wild Turkey and you know Brown oh, yeah. Foreman, Old Forester, they can afford to let something, around, but they've been around forever for too. So, so 10 as years. yeah, and I'm sure back in the day, in the 40s and 30s, and whenever after Prohibition ended, you know, whenever that was, I don't remember the exact 
year now, but I'm sure you've got it. But um, they've had chances now. They've got stuff just constantly in the rotation, just like you know Buffalo Trace, where that they've got 20 year olds coming out every year. They've got 10 yep. year olds coming out every year. 20, you know, 15 year olds. Did I tell you? Speaking of the uh, prohibition, did I tell you? I told you about the one. I think it's on YouTube TV. The series about the prohibition. Uh, yeah, it, no, it was, it's not YouTube TV. It's on Netflix, and no, it's by. I, um, no, I told you it was the one I found is on Netflix, uh, YouTube. Well, TV. there's a prohibition. It's a three part series done by Ken Burns, who did the baseball yeah. thing, and that one's on I think Netflix. And I want to watch that. That's yeah. a three part documentary that he so did on the on the prohibition. What I what I found was like so interesting, and in, and in, and how we got to that was. You know, basically, we're at a time where immigration was so strong, and you specifically like had the Germans coming over, and they were the first ones to drink alcohol at dinner. And instead of, you know, so every white America found that, you know, hey, we're going to, I mean, why did we air quote white America? Because they were white too. Yeah, because yeah. the I, Europeans were. I shouldn't feel like it was an air quote. Yeah. I mean, you can say white America. Um, it's white America. Sure, sure. Anyway, to my fucking point, dude. <laughs> um, so, you know, Americans were, you know, growing angry with with immigration, and their way of attacking that was through alcohol. And they felt that hey, if we can attack alcohol, that's that's a stronger case than for us to say hey, we're getting rid of. What is it like a deterrent to keep people from coming? Is that what you're thinking? That was or what they were. Yeah, thinking? yeah. They 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 felt that their culture was being um, upended from what they were used to. So they're like, hey, yeah. And at the time, at the time, there was more saloons in the country than there than there are now Starbucks. There was literally just hundreds of thousands of saloons. That's crazy. And I, yeah. I mean, with even less people in the country, that, yes, that's just yes. There were saloons almost, all you know? over the place, and so they really was wanted that per to. Or actual for no, like, that's actually number. the number. Wow, well, there's yeah. Was Still, also the only way to get really like hydration that wasn't tainted. Yeah. 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 So, well, so, so that brings up a funny point. I used to do training for a company. I used to work for a video conferencing company, and they sent me to England, and I went there a few times to do training, and and some of the people from different countries while we were training we're just sitting there drinking beer and i know it's a little more acceptable to drink beer and all that stuff yeah. throughout the day in different companies but and they were drinking beer because they said that that was the purest form of water that they had available to them because they were in like a third world country yeah. almost type of thing yeah should we taste this without him sure yeah yeah right and then we can pretend we're surprised when he comes back i don't know that i like the nose on this one a lot so Proof on this man, it's high. Yeah, it is one fifteen. No, yes, one fifteen. That's pretty damn high. I mean, you can smell it. I mean, the, yeah, the, like, so the deep. When you, it's a deep acetone so, this time. So something that's going to help that is put when you put this up to your nose. Don't smell in through your nose. Well, breathe in. Breathe in through your mouth, and put it up to your nose. I mean, but yeah, if you're trying to just discern the smell. But you get a lot of yeah. But you get you get that through your tongue. You guys already drinking? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Damn right. I mean, the alcohol content is fire, but well, the taste is. It is a one sixteen, I think one fifteen point one. Yeah, so I knew it was up there. You can you can immediately get that. 
This is uh, delicious. Is it? It is. I think the finishing in cognac is, is definitely going to give it more of a desserty feel, I think. But then the alcohol content's probably going to... So why are they still able to call it bourbon then? It's not. So they it says bourbon, <laughs> Bellmead bourbon. Right. But then they have to put in there... So technically Bourbon's it's not, not bourbon anymore. Bourbon's not a province, though. I mean, it's not a no. region... No, no, no but, but to be a bourbon, it has to be. You can't be finished any and added flavors or anything. Oh, like really? That. Okay. So it, it has to be over fifty percent corn. It has to be finished in a new oak barrel. So, like for it has example, to be a new oak barrel. Yes. Yeah, has to be new charred oak barrel. Um, so like barrels can only be used once. Yeah. Well, so for example, Angel's Envy is not technically a bourbon. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a finished bourbon. So as long as they use the word finished on there, then mm. they're okay. Is that why they get it? Finished in. Oh, it says bourbon. It says bourbon. Finished in. Yeah, bourbon. <laughs> no, it says finished in. Well, I know cognac it says finished. Casks. Finished in cognac, cognac casks. Right. So it's Bellmead bourbon. You can tell that the it's bell, a bourbon bell that has been finished. Bourbon. Yeah, and that's what they're saying. Yeah, and as long as it says finished in, they're okay. There's 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 a ton of laws that I'm reading a book right now by Fred Minnick, who's big in the bourbon industry, right. and. And uh, he's basically talking about the different uh, laws and things that came. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I just finished also a few months ago, Bourbon Justice, which is another book about basically the way bourbon has, you know, uh, shaped the legal industry and the and the the way that uh, companies and, and almost like business law and how it's been. It's sentence. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. What's really neat about this is is the way that there was a lot of what they called rectifiers back in the day who would take stuff that was just neutral spirits and add it into bourbon to make it last longer, but then also tobacco spit and you know uh, formaldehyde and different things like that to give it a, a look and a flavor that people were expecting, but it wasn't real bourbon. I and that's so, that a, was, so the labeling laws are a big way to protect you know, the consumer. You people know, in France went to prison for things like that when they would add antifreeze to wine yeah you know what's so funny i can't remember the distillery but it's still around it's still fit you know it's one of the original distilleries in kentucky so you know how during prohibition they were you know given medical, medical sure sure yeah. so one of the distilleries would basically produce their bourbon their whiskey for medical and when they would ship it they had their own guys rob their own <laughs> their own shipments and then they would take that and then basically sell it to these prohibition bars right and i was that's like funny. i was like that's how they made so much money is because they would rob themselves well that's also where speakeasy started right yep. it was during prohibition you had yeah. you had to know the knock or know the location and sometimes they'd be in changing God, location and stuff it's really uh there was something about the word speakeasy that i was Oh, that was so interesting. It's a long ass show that I can't pack. Good talk. Yeah, Good talk. yeah, yeah. Good I can't. Talk. I can't pack it all in my mind. No, in the, I hear you. I hear in you. our software world, uh, alcohol has been a high barrier to entry, just because you literally have to go state per state. Oh yeah. wow! Um, and a friend uh, started a business that target has helped him with uh, it's called vibe i don't know if you've heard of it but they give coupons for alcohol in target now and you can get like reward points which literally if you think about especially in ohio nobody you can't get a discount on alcohol well not only that but you don't like if you buy if you go to giant eagle or kroger you don't get your reward points if alcohol is part right so he's doing this to and he's like 90 percent of our expenditures are legal just to 
interact with these people. Interesting. Um, but they have this cool little app where like you can track your rewards and get discounts on stuff at, at Target. And I'm like, mm-hmm. just to catch up with gonna, you idiots. I just tasted this. This is outstanding. It's outstanding. amazing. But it does have a long linger because yes. of the, I think that's the alcohol. It's also a, uh, yeah, it's a punch to the face of, it, it's, of alcohol. It is, but it's a good flavor too. Like it's, and I don't mind that. It's like delicious. cask strength stuff and things, as long as it has a flavor to it that comes with it. I definitely feel just the, in the three sips as much as I felt from all <laughs> of the three pours earlier. So it's delicious though. No, this is really good. This is, this is, um, to me, I can take this as almost like a, uh, a dessert, uh, bourbon. Yeah. To me, maybe, maybe there are certain bourbons that I, you know, will drink early. They'll have after meals. I'll have with dessert. Could we drink this with like a custard of some sort or we do need to pair with start, foods start start pairing see here's the thing i don't generally eat food with my bourbon i usually eat yeah. food and then an hour or two later i'll start having some bourbon because this is so savory that i would almost want like a what notes a flan or a what custard. flavors do you feel in this butterscotch oh yeah now that you oh See, I'm terrible, and, and so, so my so palate is horrible. The Eagle but as Rare, soon as I hear it. I can, I can. The Eagle Rare, I almost like it was so oily in my mouth. I was like, "This is like butter." Yeah, uh, yeah. And this is it's it's the same level of viscosity, except it's just a deeper butter. Yeah, he would feel to it. He would absolutely love that Elijah Craig barrel proof that i have yeah, it's nice. literally like drinking the, syrup that's how heavy it is yeah the viscosity but it's got a ton of flavor that 18 year we did was good too yes that that was probably one of the better drinks i've ever had and i it wasn't I such mine. A someone gave a negative it to connotation around elijah craig just from their cheap stuff and you know when you're yeah in well, your same 20s thing. well same thing that's with good. wild turkey same thing with the wild turkey like this Fantastic, but, but people they've, they've are like, they've rebranded themselves. Yeah. The Wild Turkey, uh, my I mean, mom. Matthew McConaughey allows you to rebrand My mom time. has the 101 always. That's good. It's good, but yeah. I'm just like, mom. And rare Breed's good. Uh, 101's good. I agree. I mean, they're all, I I can drink. I've never had just general Wild Turkey, but I can drink any of the Wild Turkey stuff. Yep. It's I've actually enjoyed it a lot. So That's good stuff. Yeah. So this Bell Mead, what would you? So if you put it into this blind, where would you put? Where would you rate it? Wolf, uh, ten. So ten, you would yeah. you would put it above all of these. This is this is amazing. Now this is a hundred dollar bottle of bourbon. This is so this is the kind of thing that I'm always looking for because I don't want to drink a lot. I want to drink something that's really really good. That first of all, it's gonna it's gonna give me a nice little buzz too uh, yeah. because it's so strong, um, and that I can appreciate. And yeah. I'm I'm not gonna overconsume it because sure. I'm gonna be like I'm not gonna drink a hundred dollar bottle. Come on, this is this good. is great. Yeah, and the flavors flavors amazing. Yeah, the bourbon enthusiast. I, I mean, like this that. is a bourbon enthusiast barrel pick from from Bell Mead. Um, I would be interesting to see what happens when I touch it up it with just a little bit of water. Just a little bit. So just to, as that's happening, you might hear some stuff in the background. We've got some people showing up for our Corona party. Your coronavirus. So we're having Chinese food, Corona beer, and uh, we're going to play some games. All of the games were made in China, just so you know. 
So yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's still really, really good, like watered down a little bit. And it just like mutes the flavor enough that it's like not that punch in the face, but still that great You have some good every, everyday drinkers upstairs. Oh yeah, I've got a ton of shit, man. You know that. I've got what Buffalo Trace food and just break into a Buffalo Trace. Sure. BT. Whatever, whatever yeah. I mean, I've got... That's great. You know, our Traverse City episode is our biggest uh, yeah. episode so far. Really? Yeah. It's like 70, 70 listeners. And this the one I did at the Arnold is slowly catching up to it. But we're starting to get some some listeners, man. Nice. All right. So I think it's time to wrap this one up, put a bow on it. Um, so it sounds like the Bell Mead. Now it is a little bit more of expensive of a, uh, of a pour. But uh, I think we all agreed that's probably been our favorite one tonight. That's delicious. Yeah. And I think everyone else's second favorite was the, the Blands, Blands, right? Yeah. yeah which, yep. Blands which is was amazing. Nice, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that, that's the thing about Blanton's. I love Blanton's. I think it's a great bourbon, but I, at the price point, it's just not, you can't really go wrong with it. Yeah. You know, it's In Ohio. $60. Yeah. In Ohio. Yeah. Obviously, if you're buying secondary, 50, that's, $54. I never talk about secondary. We don't have to deal with that here. Yeah. But yeah, it's like 55 bucks. So, all right. Well, thanks. I'm right. uh, thanks for having cool. me. This is uh, Tyler and our special guest tonight, Michael Baltic. All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night. Thank you for joining in for another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review at any of the sites where you're listening to the podcast. Also, find us on Instagram and Facebook. And when you do, join in to the conversations, post your pics of your daily drinkers, and then let us know how you feel about any of the pours that you're having. 